Hello, welcome to the Tuesday, November 1st edition of the OSU Sports Extra Podcast. I'm Patrick Prince, joined as always by Kelly Hines, coming to us from Stillwater today. Love the backdrop, very nice. They set this Um, up for me. They did not set this up for me. Oh, I thought you were being serious. I thought they were helping you out a little bit. No, um, this is, uh, I think this is always up here because it has the sponsors on it. Um, So this is where they uh, have the... um, the basketball post games here in Galagriba, but it's also where they have the visitor post game for football games. And so the visitors you know, probably put their backdrop in, in front of this, but um, this is the only place that's available for me to be set up here. So um, the other thing with the setup here, where the um, the media workroom is in Galagriba, that's also where the visitor's training room is. Um, like these rooms serve multiple purposes. So um, that makes, uh, early season basketball games really interesting. <laughs> Just like well, a, a peek behind the scenes here at Gallagher Iowa. Yeah. Well, you're in Stillwater for, uh, media availability for basketball. And we'll talk about that here in a second. Uh, you, that's right. You, you heard it right. Basketball season is, is, is upon us. It, it's November. Uh, I heard you say that. And that doesn't seem right. But I, 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 I'm, uh, I'm extremely excited about basketball season. It just doesn't seem like it should be time for it yet. Yeah, I, it just it doesn't it doesn't feel right. But oh well, uh, if they they don't consult us on the scheduling, unfortunately, they don't. And it's, it's the same time every year. It's not like it's moved up. That's true. But yeah, and, and yet it's a surprise every year. <laughs> every every uh, year. <laughs> all right. So um, moving on from the debacle that was the TCU game, um, Kansas State. I mean, thank you. Why don't I? It was a, it was a team wearing purple. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm easily confused. So, okay. So uh, we've accomplished a lot in the early minutes of this. We're, but we're going to rebound. We're going to, we're starting. <laughs> we're going to, will we have more of a rebound from that or will OSU have more of a rebound from that game? Great question. Great question. All right. So seriously, where, where do we go from here? I think you just have to like, you know, Coaches and players always talk about the 24-hour rule of, you know, within, you know, that the 24 hours after a win, after a loss, whatever happens, you can you can think through it, then you can talk about it, but then you you have to flush it and, and move on. But I think it's especially important after a game like that. Like you still have to watch the film and break down what went wrong, which was everything. Um, and you still have to try to address those things, but I don't know how much you really um like lean on that film that much because it was such a disaster so um I think it really just comes down to the players in that locker room being like okay that that was not us we don't know what happened but we we have to get past that and you know that starts Sunday and and you know in the meetings and and all of that the team the players are off on Monday so this is their first day back at practice today we'll talk to a few of them after practice I'm sure they'll all say the right things because they always do and it's just about, you know, those those veterans and the leaders of the team, like, keeping everyone, you know, where they need to be, like, mentally. And I think a lot of it is going to go back to, you know, what Mike Gundy said about, you know, the changes that they made in practice that seemed to kind of mess with them somehow. That's all he could really attribute it to. So being back to being really physical in practice and going, you know, if that was ones versus ones, ones versus twos, whatever they normally do, we don't know because we don't watch practice. Um, whatever a normal game week looks like, I think they're like just in a 
big hurry to get back to that because, you know, I think we talked last week about, you know, oh, this team is so resilient and, you know, this team is starting to have an identity and then like everything is erased with one game. Maybe not completely erased, but definitely was so confused by that because that's not the team that I felt like I knew like, you know, from, from the first half of the season. So I think you just have to be like that. That was not us. That what happened. That's not us. We have another opportunity to go out and prove ourselves this week. But even though the last four games are against the bottom four teams in, in the conference, um, in terms of just like league standings, I want to say those are the worst four teams because they're still pretty good. Um, those games are going to be a challenge, especially for a team that put up zero points last week. So um, I think you just have to find a way to move on from that. I've never covered a game in which the one of the teams that that I thought would win um, didn't even show up. I've never covered anything like that. So um, definitely shocking, but weird things happen. And you just have to chalk it up to that. That was just not their day and be like, okay, the next next opportunity we have to prove ourselves I, I think it'll probably go a little bit differently. I expect them to score points this week. That's my bold prediction. <laughs> really, going really out going on. out there on a limb. Yeah. So it makes uh, what was already going to be an interesting game in Lawrence against an improved Kansas team even more interesting. Uh, I mean, in the past, this would be an, e an easy rehab game to kind of get back on track. Uh, this is not Kansas anymore. Like this – yeah, and I, I think, um, you know, every team is so banged up right now that, like, it's really so unfortunate that OSU had its open date in week four. Kansas is coming off an open date. Um, so you definitely feel like they're going to be healthier. Their, they're, you know, starting quarterback could be back. Who knows? Every quarterback is so so beat up right now. Um, Spencer Sanders. Um, but I think, uh, I think... OSU has an advantage in that it it played so poorly last week that you have to expect this will be a completely different team this week. And I, if I were Kansas, I'd be like, oh, well, this is this is not a good time for us to play this team. They're going to be pissed off. And can we say that? I don't know if we can say that. Um, they're going to be yeah. not happy about what happened. And they're going to have something to prove. And I feel like Kansas State, the way that Kansas State approached that game last week, they were they were mad about what happened against TCU. They won the coin toss and were like, "We would like the ball first. They're like, "We're gonna like shove this down their throats." And at no point in this game are we going to let up. It'll be fourth and fourth and ten. We're gonna score a touchdown. Um, the fourth quarter, we're not taking any of our starters out. Like we are not going to let you like score at any point. Like they just were so determined. Um, and I would love to see an OSU performance like that, just to see if, if that's possible from this team. Cause I, I think we've seen like these flashes here and there of really good moments, but then like a 70 yard touchdown, you know, that they give up. It's just like, they've just been, now you're seeing more inconsistency when you look at things, you know, obviously the, the most recent week is it, that kind of sticks with you a little bit. And so you start to kind of see everything differently. Like, is this team actually any good? Like, you know, you're, they almost beat, they should have beat TCU. And I think TCU is good. You know, you're, you start to question everything. But um, Kansas has lost three games in a row. Um, they are still selling out games. This will be another sellout crowd. I think this will be, this is just a weird season. Like OSU is going to have 
seven consecutive 230 games. But I think this is also this their seventh game in a row to play in front of a sellout crowd, either their own or the visitor, which, mm-hmm. you know, that's probably good. That probably means that people are interested in seeing them play. But it, I think it more than anything, it speaks to where the all the programs are in the Big 12. Kansas is selling out games now? Like, what are we doing? Um, so things have gotten real weird. But um, Kansas's program, like, they've lost three games in a row and people are still coming to games because – they're just so like hungry for success. Um, and they've seen that this season. So um, I don't remember what your question was. I have no idea what I, if I answered it at all, but um, this is definitely a, a big game for both, both teams um, because Kansas is trying to get to bowl eligibility. I mean, they think they, they need one more win in the final months of the season to get there. And they, I'm guessing they will get there. I don't know if they will get there this week, but um they're they they have goals in mind for their season that would be really big for them to accomplish yeah for sure uh do we have any updates on spencer sanders how's he doing what do you think do you think we have updates on that my Um, guess is my guess is no we don't my guess is no um (laughs) asked about it yesterday mike gundy said i hope he's doing okay he always this is like the thing with with coaches who do their um availability like early in the week they can always be like mm, I don't know today um and, and while while knowing that this is the only time we talk to them <laughs> like right. not like yeah. we can like check back tomorrow um so I I am just guessing based on previous weeks um you know because Mike Gundy actually said you know we're we're going to rest him some during the week which is what we've been doing and it's like oh well, that's new information like not really surprised like um I'm guessing, you know, he's, he is dealing with the same shoulder issue and I would guess that he's, he's going to play through it. He's going to do whatever it takes to get ready for that game. Just like how he didn't want to come out of that Kansas state game when you know, he probably should have come out. Um, pretty much what, what I think Spencer has earned the right at this point in his career to whatever he wants, like they're going to be like, okay, if it were like a first year quarterback, second year quarterback, whatever, it'd be different. But with Spencer, they're like, this is kind of your team. So like, if you, if you feel like you can play, like he's, I'm just, I would, I mean, I wouldn't literally bet money because that would, that would be terrible, but I'm going to guess that he's going to play. Don't bet, but don't bet on that. Yeah. You know, you don't mean literally, you know, not literally, no. All right. Well, let's. Uh, let's I feel like let's... the glow of these, all of these orange seeds, is like reflecting off me. I feel like super orange right now. No, your color looks really oh, good. I look, I look red. Do I look red to you? I just don't know what your actual like. What is your actual background? Like, is that is that like the newsroom, or are you like in a weird room? No, that's a photo. This is. I understand. I understand what is behind you. If that weren't okay. behind you, what would be behind you? I'm in the little the quasi conference room. Okay. Behind Paul Paul Terrell's desk. I'm just. I just think that maybe that is what is affecting your coloring. Is that like the backdrop doesn't mesh with you? Because it's it not is. a normal backdrop. Whereas I I have a normal. I have this here. I have. I, yeah, it looks great. The, the color and the, it looks, I, yeah, I look dull and red and all right, we're going to. Maybe um, you should get like a peel or like a facial or something. Yeah, I'm going to get right on that. Yeah. Okay. I, I can, I can give you some names of, of people to go to. I I'll have. Just, no I'll text you that later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Do that. Do that. 
Uh, all right, basketball. Let's talk hoops. Well, basketball's a sport. Oh, we were we were going to talk about Mike Gundy though. Oh, well, go ahead. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So so again, we're 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 taping this a day uh, a day early a day early. Normally you would going have... really well too. <laughs> I, I blame you. You're, you're it's throwing one hundred percent my fault. Yeah, uh, I think you're in a good mood because basketball is starting, and even though the balance is really tough between football and basketball you really like basketball so I think you're in a good mood that's my theory anyway basketball is just like I'm not gonna say it's a breath of fresh air it's just like a a breath of different air you know like it's not like better or worse it's just it's just different it's like you're grinding through football season it's like football 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 and then you're like oh basketball and then it's just like a it's just something different to write about and I'm still learning we're going to talk about basketball first because I'm already talking about it I'm still learning about this team um, just because uh, I've, I've watched a little bit of practice, but um, I think with college basketball, you just are not as w- aware of, of another team that you're not covering as, as like, you know, with football, you, you see more and you read more and you're just probably more in tune with, with a, a, a program um, even if it's not the one that you're covering. Um, so with those you basketball haven't haven't been around this program in like a decade. Um and just being around it and um dealing with Mike Boynton, who is really great to deal with. He's um yeah. probably the most like upfront coach I think maybe I've ever covered. Like, you know, he was asked about it, you know, his starting lineup today, and he's like, uh, oh, well, you know, I don't really want guys to feel like they've like wrap things up you know they they still have a couple days they, their first exhibition is thursday so they still have like um you know a couple days left of, of practice before they get to like you know true um like game weeks and all of that but he's like so but in practice this is what we've been doing you know <laughs> but he's just like, so straightforward with things and you're like like that's just really refreshing and i feel like he's always going to be like upfront about injuries and personnel stuff and and you can get away with a lot more of that in basketball. I understand why football coaches aren't that way. Cause it's all, it's, there's a lot more strategy involved, but um, just kind of getting to know him. And I, I wouldn't say that I have everyone figured out or this team figured out or really anything in life figured out. I wouldn't say any of that, but I, I like the process of that. Cause it's, it's much faster with basketball. Cause you know, I'll see an exhibition Thursday. I'll see their first game Monday. And then a lot of games after that, I honestly haven't looked at the schedule beyond those two, but you quickly learn about a team and you know Bryce Thompson is on this team like I know Bryce like Caleb Boone is on this team like you know there there are pieces that I'm definitely familiar with but I like seeing how a team comes together and covering Tulsa for eight years covering Frank Hay for eight years like his team's as much as I liked Frank and I liked covering Tulsa his teams took so long to come together like they really like you know it was slow going during non-conference play. And then they would just like click most of the time, not always um, in like January. And then it, then it became like more interesting. I'm, I kind of am interested in, it's been so long since I've covered a different college basketball coach. I'm interested in seeing what that process looks like for someone else to do it or with a different, different program, different everything. So um, I think that's, that puts me in a good mood and I'm, don't mean to don't mean to brag, but I am an AP basketball voter, which um, is such a treat. It's not at all anything that I regret signing up for, like literally on a weekly basis throughout basketball season. I I don't I don't regret it at all. Um, 
it's just it's a real challenge and it's a lot of uh responsibility also it really doesn't matter at all but um I think that that responsibility I I somewhat somewhat take seriously and so like I I get really interested when basketball starts up because I'm like I have to watch all of the games especially in the first few weeks of, weeks of the season I'm like I, I have to watch all of the basketball and um it's not really possible um but I like I like basketball basketball is a great sport I love football too it's just different we should remind people and you referenced it earlier the lat you covered the Marcus Smart Oklahoma State Cowboys I back did. So you, it, it's been a while, but back back in the day when you covered him, they were they were pretty good. He's he's um, I would say that we've been on the same trajectory since those two years that we spent here together, Marcus Smart and me. We, I think we're probably making comparable money. Um, he was so interesting to cover. Really, those two years were, I was going to say wild. They weren't really wild. They they were just. They were, you know, they were kind of wild. I mean, he did push a fan in a game uh, during a game. There were wild moments. Yeah, that's there, fair. I mean, yeah. just those two years were. Um, there the expectations were so high, and they absolutely did not live up to them. Like they did not win an NCAA tournament game with him. Like that's crazy. But um, they won a lot of big games, and they were even when they lost, it was really interesting and. Um, Travis Ford was, was really, um, interesting. To, I'm just going to use the word interesting because I don't, I really, really don't know how to describe anything from that time other than it was really interesting. Um, but two years that the program were, that program was extremely relevant and like nationally. And mm -hmm. there was a lot of attention on, you know, Marcus Smart and, you know, LeBron Nash, those years were, were a trip for sure. Um, but they had a lot of talent then. Um, this team, the where the program is now, um, having these pieces that they've acquired, um, I'm more interested to see how they fit together because the, the teams then, it was so much about the talent and those pieces didn't always work well together. Um, yeah. It was just disjointed at times. And um, there were a lot of reasons for that. And I, we could talk for hours about that, but, um, I like the team. I like the, the approach that Mike Moynton has, like, you know, just like what they're doing differently with, with their, um, personnel this year, they're going to put Caleb Boone at the four and, um, see how that goes. You know, I just feel like he's compiled a team that has good pieces instead of, like what I feel like the approach maybe has been in the past. Like, let's just stockpile a lot of talent and just see, let's just see how it goes. And it, that oftentimes, I mean, like we've seen that at, at places like Memphis, like they've had like this overwhelming amount of talent and, and things just kind of fall apart because it's not good chemistry. And, you know, that it's just a completely different approach. So I, I, I like this team, what I, I know about it so far, it could be an epic disaster. No idea. They could make the tournament. No idea. I mean, it, and I think that's what I like about basketball is you you really don't know how things are going to go. It's so unpredictable. Whereas football, like most of the time, you're you're gonna if you ask me at the beginning of the season, is this a ten win ten ten win team? I'd be like, yeah, I think so. Like, and you're probably you could probably guess within two, probably two losses, two wins, two losses, like a prediction for the season. Like, you're probably gonna get pretty close. Basketball, it's it's just there's so many unknowns and variables that 
Um, it truly is like a roller coaster or like a marathon or something like that, that you just don't know how it's going to go. And it's like, I can't wait to see how it goes because I have no idea. Also don't remember what that question was. Uh, me either. Um, has there been a, uh, a women's coach availability yet? Have you ha- had a chance to delve into that? Are you trying to put me on the spot here? Did I? I didn't mean to if I did. It's a little bit unfair. Um, <laughs> there, there's been an availability that I was not able to attend. So thanks for, for like, let, let's just put that out there. I'm sorry. I was well, unable it's... to make it. I got into a car accident that day. That's a whole different thing. Um, I will be covering a lot of women's basketball. So don't worry about that. I love women's basketball. Um, I will be at the, uh, the first game on Monday. Um, I'm actually in the same building right now as like, there will be an exhibition here, um, later, but I will not be at it because I'll be at football availability. So that's a great thing to add to that. Um, but you know, I've, I've been around JC Hoyt before I was at her introductory news conference and, um, I love her energy and her style. So there's that. All right. I, I, I wouldn't say that she has better taste in shoes than I do, just maybe like comparable. Do you think she has more shoes than you? I don't. Does anybody on the planet have more um, shoes? Mike Boynton has a lot of shoes, like a lot of shoes, like a lot of shoes. So um, how would you know that? that? Yeah, you how, how, how would you know that? Because I've never seen him wear like the same pair of shoes. Okay. And of course, you notice that kind of stuff. Of course. That that could be a story, Kelly. Seriously, um, we'll get there. We'll get yeah, there. I I mean that you're that's that's interesting. Um, but I I I mean when talking about the OSU women, I you know this is going to be a bit of a rebuilding year, and um, there's something to be said for that process when you have a ton of turnover and personnel, because you know there was there was a great coach who was here for a long t- long time and Jim Littell, and he brought in those players, and when there was a coaching change, um, they saw that as an opportunity to, to go somewhere else that might be a better fit. I don't see anything wrong with that. Um, so J.C. Hoyt, you know, has brought in, um, you know, transfers and and players who maybe would be a better fit. So um, I don't um, – they're going to win some games this year. I don't think they're going to win any championships this year. Um, but I think that um, they're going to be interesting because there's something to be said for that process of, you know, a coach bringing in, um, you know, the type of players who fit their system and, and you know, starting not from scratch because she, she did inherit some players who stuck around who, who do fit what she's trying to accomplish. Um, but I think um, there's a lot of potential there. It just made, you know, it, year one that that's I think difficult to ex- expect it to, to happen in year one sure no it, 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 it's a process like like you said for sure all right unless uh you want to talk about more shoes we can uh, cut it off there for this week you, we, we were going to talk about Mike Gundy and then you just decided not not we we had a oh, no, let's talk about, I'm sorry you just decided just to go rogue I we'll I told you from the beginning I, I'm I feel a little all over the place so yeah I you're you're seeing it live and in color now I'm a little all, all over the place yeah it talk about Mike Gundy um, you know he has his usual press gathering on Monday uh, I'll just let you take it from there your observations from that so I really feel like you know this is my first year back on the beat but I covered a couple of years previously and and 
I feel like when something bad happens or like maybe not something like, I mean, it's not like a trap, like no one like dies or anything. Like if, if there's like some, something goes wrong, we'll say that that way. It's almost like, it's almost like, it's like not a relief, but it's like, there's the pressure is some there's less pressure at that point like what happened in manhattan was was pretty sure the worst thing that could happen short of like like someone like dying or something like that but i'm not sure why i'm laughing at that but like it was really bad they lost a football game but you know at the end of the day it's football but it's almost like after things like that happen he's more like loosened up than normal like it's like okay well that happened so you know, he's just kind of matter of fact about it. And he, it, he's kind of like funny anyway, but he had a lot of funny moments um, yesterday. Like he kept like cursing and then like being like, oh, I didn't mean to curse, you know, but then he'd do it again. You know, he just was yeah. more like, um, just like, I guess like loose. I don't know how to explain it. Um, he's been like pretty comfortable and, and, like unsettling almost like unsettling settlingly um like i don't know comfortable i guess but he was especially that way yesterday and it's like he's talking about like this terrible loss and he's just he's being funny and like i find that to be like really interesting that that's instead of being like I think when I was on the beat before he, he got more stressed out, like, you know, his, he's had a quarterback situation he'd be like, you know, kind of harder to, to ask questions of and, you know, get any information from him, but I feel like at this point in his career, he's like, yeah, um, I guess I didn't get our guys prepared. And we, that was, that was real bad. You know, just like what he said to Kansas State's head coach after the game, which I'm pretty sure is a word that we can't say on our website, but, um, you know, basically said you, you, you picked a bad day to play your perfect game. Well, that's a paraphrase. Um, but he was funny and he was conversational and he just had some really good anecdotes. And, and I think there's something to be said for him um, being able to take something that was not really ideal and not getting super wound up over it and almost being like that's probably the worst we're gonna play all season but that that's what we did it happened and now we can move on from that although it's not like you know you're not gonna be moving on in the way that you'd like to move on and like go to the like you're not gonna be in a playoff game now but um you can still like move on from something that happened that if that's the worst thing that happens to you all season, like you can move on from that, I guess is like how I think that he feels about it. So um, I think he's good in those types of moments um, because he has that perspective. He's like, you know, I've, I've been doing this a very long time. We've lost other games before um, that didn't hurt the program. We're still in a really good spot. You know, all of those things. He just has different perspective than like maybe like a first year coach or second year coach who's still trying to build something. He's like, this bad thing happened and it's not going to ruin our program. Um, we just have to figure out a way to move on like today. Yeah. Also yeah. don't know if that answered any questions, but I just thought it was interesting. His, his, just the way he handles things is, is you're just seeing a veteran coach. You're seeing someone who doesn't get too ruffled by good things or bad things, wins or losses.
Yeah, no, you're right. And if you didn't know what happened, you wouldn't know either oh, way from yeah. Monday. He was yeah. exactly what you just described. So but I think he's he's very even killed now because he's he's not the only the one thing that surprised me that he said was um he said he still gets like um like kind of like nauseated before game he doesn't eat on game days because he gets like nauseated and he has like butterflies I wouldn't have guessed that like that was the one thing that he said not really like connected to any of that but um I wouldn't have guessed that from him because he just seems you the camera will be on him like in a really stressful moment in a game and I'm not obviously he cares like they put so much work and time into like winning games but he's just like like he doesn't he's expressionless at times because he's he's lived through a lot of losses a lot of wins a lot of wins um but he doesn't live and die with with every play and I just think that you know over the course of close to 20 years a person grows up a lot i I like to think I've grown up a lot in the last 20 years, but um, I think especially in the past decade, he's changed a lot. And I like seeing this version of Mike Gundy. Like it's, it's a lot different from the the one that I saw before. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we take it for granted maybe a little bit in these parts, you know, his first head coaching job was Oklahoma state and it was his alma mater. And we've, we've watched him grow up in a way. I mean, we watched him grow up because he was in high school in Midwest City, but as a head coach, we've also watched him grow up. And yeah, he's 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 changed quite a bit. He's comfortable, and he's it's everything you just said, hundred percent. But then you also you I think at the same time as not really taking that for granted, you also have to keep in mind that things change, circumstances change quickly. Like as much as I'm like oh yeah, no, I think he'll, he'll be there for another decade. Like, and he's happy and he, this is what he wants. Like all it takes is for like one thing to change with a person for them to be like, you know what, this isn't it anymore. And you know, like, obviously there are going to be a lot of openings and they'll, they'll probably mention Mike Gundy for every opening. Cause that's just how it goes. Um, as much as you think that, you know, somebody and you're like, oh, that would never happen. Like, crazy things happen like we've seen it so many times and we it would be stupid of us to to be like oh yeah he would never be interested in any other job like we've 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 lived through this before and he's obviously interviewed with other places I mean he just talked about that a few weeks ago after the 2011 season the you know historic type season he he was thinking about leaving for the NFL and how serious that was like we'll never know but I don't see that happening with with the way things are set up now but as soon as you think that you have things figured out you are reminded that you you absolutely do not have things figured out at least I maybe not you that's just me (laughs) all right safe travels uh I'm gonna see if they can just uh have me do this here every week Uh, well I mean you won't have cats interrupting you and all that. So that's, no, that's I'm sorry, Althea. Sorry, Althea. We don't have any cats. I should have brought I know. a cat. I, I, just Althea, in preparation. Althea Peterson's on our web staff and she, a lot of times she'll get these videos live and on our site and she always loves seeing the cats. She's going to be very disappointed. I may not even tell her that there are no cats on this one. Just let her. You're going to make her watch this whole thing. <laughs> I don't want to disappoint her ahead of time. It'll, either way we we will disappoint her that i'm sorry for that um but i'll tell her what i'll tell everyone else 
if you're interested in a cat <laughs> or a kitten or like multiple kittens, I got you. You obviously and this is an opportunity to tell people, please get your pets fixed. Like if you're not getting your pets fixed, like I'll just I'll just stop there. Just leave leave it there. Okay, final thing. Give us give us a score this weekend. What do you got? No, I'm not. I'm, we're not doing scores. You don't want to do a score? You don't feel right. I absolutely cannot predict this team. Like they lost 48 to zero last week. Like I I did a radio segment with the Oklahoma City Sports Animal like right before the game, and they asked me for a score prediction. I did not pick 48 to zero. Yeah, but nobody so, did. Nobody. I'm, just, I mean, I'm not doing. I'm not doing any more score predictions. Like literally, everything I say is like the opposite is clearly going to happen. So um, I just don't even know anymore. I just don't even know. Done. All right. Good enough. All right. We'll catch up next. I do week. think. I do think that OSU will win. I think they'll bounce back. Okay. Fair enough. We'll leave it there. Talk to you next week. Okay. Sounds good.